Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Stages with Ola Jackson. And today we are talking about an issue that I just hear a lot of women inquiring about and having a concern about, and that is basically aging in the workplace how to find a job, how to keep a job, and and how do you navigate when your supervisor is much older and you're trying to keep your job and maybe your value system is different. And so we're here talking about that, and we have as our guest Fonda Doucet, and she is the principal of IHR Pro LLC, and she has been in this industry for decades and so we're going to be talking to her and asking her some very important questions, some that I want to know as someone who will now be operating her business part-time and have been through the challenges that some of you are facing. So, Fonda, I want to thank you for giving us your time on this very important topic. It is my pleasure, Ola. You know, when you call on me and say jump and I say how high because you have been a force behind women in the workplace and women entrepreneurs, and I am so grateful to know you and have uh, been successful as a recipient of some of your advice and some of the advice that some of your colleagues have given in different programs that you provide. That's awesome. I appreciate hearing that. But what you're going to be giving us today is so much of value. I see it so much, and people don't know where to turn so if you are a woman who, let's say, is 50-ish and you're trying to reenter the workforce or trying to change jobs, what do you recommend us do? Well, first of all, I recommend that you have a plan, a plan um, knowing what tools you can use. There are uh, Technologies have become so useful, and so mm-hmm. we need to use it to our advantage. Uh, first of all, you want to have a resume, a nice mm-hmm. cons- resume. Have a couple mm-hmm. guys look at it and make sure um, that uh, other people understand it. You know what mm-hmm. you have done. Now, does it make sense to someone else reading it? Mm-hmm. Also, you want to keep in mind with that resume, uh, employers, companies are using something called applicant tracking systems, APS mm. for sure. So those applicant tracking systems, um, they uh, parse the information from your your resume into their system so that if they're looking for someone with certain qualifications, your resume will pop up, and you want your resume mm-hmm. to pop up. So that means okay. um, too many bullet points. Uh, for instance, my name has an accent on the E. I leave mm-hmm. that off on a resume because the applicant mm-hmm. tracking system may not read that very well. Oh, wow. Also, you want to use a cell phone number because some people uh, see a house number as, okay, that's a sign of age. They don't want to use their cell oh, phone number. Wow. And, and also uh, the applicant tracking system, you may want to modify your resume based on the verbiage that is used in the job description. Okay. So you may have called it one thing, A, at your job, but the uh, 
the job description will call it B, and it's the same thing. So you want to change it to B on your resume so that when they put in that query to pull up resumes that have applied for this particular job, you you get a hit because you use a similar terms that the job description uh-huh. used. Oh, so if you see a job description, you're saying just go ahead and use that same word opposed to a word that you may have otherwise used. Yes, if it's the same, if it means the same thing, use mm-hmm. the words in the job description. And that's interesting because for the most part, people don't know that. I'm sure most people listening to us now have never heard of this tracking system. Yes, um, it's... It's not widely known. It's known mm-hmm. to recruiters and some people that may have read articles about resume writing. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it helps uh, recruiters find and source applicants in a much uh, more efficient manner. Wow. Now, does that work almost to the disadvantage that to have so much of this technology? Because it's one thing to sit across from me and see my passion and then I'm, I'm able to Band on that resume, opposed to all they see is a resume, and I haven't gotten past this tracking system to really let them know how viable I am to their company. Absolutely, but some companies have moved beyond that. I'm going to use Toyota, for instance. They have a step in their process where they do, they send you questions, uh, Mm -hmm. and you answer them, and you're videotaped answering the questions. Okay get to see you, and it's before you even talk to a hiring manager or a recruiter. Mm-hmm. So you answer those questions, but then, again, for the aging woman, that may mm-hmm. be uh, um, a, a, a hard uh, yeah, disadvantage, simply because for women, and less so for men, appearance is more mm. important. Okay. And okay. something that... Um, our society hasn't been able to hurdle. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can sad, look on okay. Yes, yes. But it, in those videos, you can express yourself more than your resume. Your resume is what gets them to send you the email to do the video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On now, the video, what? you know, you dress your best sorry, and look ahead. your best, uh-huh. and you get to expand on the questions more. So if I am an older person, which I am, and I'm trying to counteract that stereotype or any obstacles, is there something extra that I can do to say, yes, I may be older, but look at the benefits that my experience will bring to your company if it's not about appearance first. What else can I put in that resume? Absolutely. So what you want to do is, Find out how your work has benefited the company. Mm-hmm. And I suggest for everyone to be able to uh, demonstrate their return on investment. Mm-hmm. So that means you know your job description, you have executed your job description. What are those mm-hmm. extra things you have done? Okay. And so make sure in your resume you have you can articulate what you have done to make the company money 
or save mm-hmm. money. I worked in HR, so I could never say, oh, the company made this much money based on my work at X. So mm-hmm. I had to demonstrate my return on investment by saying, by implementing this program, I saved the company X million of dollars. Okay. So okay. know how your position impacts the company and be able to articulate that in a concise manner and know mm-hmm. those numbers. Those numbers are usually produced in um, annual reports and semi-annual reports. Be familiar with those numbers. Know your worth. So when you know your worth, it's, mm-hmm. it's more for you to articulate your return on the company's mm-hmm. investment in you. Oh, because that, that kind of answers my question, too. Once you're in the workplace and you have younger supervisors and yet you're still qualified, how do you navigate in that environment? Because you're, you have a certain set of values that you were taught in college and that you implemented as you were moving up the corporate ladder. Then you have millennials who have a whole different laid-back perspective on work. I mean, right. how does that work? That has to be a battle, a challenge to even get thrive in that environment. It is, but don't fight it. Go with it. Mm-hmm. I say go with uh-huh. the flow to build cross-generational networks. So okay. if you can help a younger person navigate, in the old days they call it, let me pull your coattail on this situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Help them navigate the situation where they can become successful. You have gained an ally, and you keep okay. building those generational um, networks. Don't fight it; go with it. Mm-hmm. Make yourself That's a good, available. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Make yourself you said available across a cross generational yeah. network. I like that. Just because it's inevitable. So you're like you said, don't even try to fight it because you can't. So just right. um, build build the allies. I like that. Correct. Correct. And at the same time while you're doing that, it's something in the industry that we call um, manage up. So you want hmm. to let your manager know that um, you're working well with them, but you want to be able to get a couple level up, some um, okay. a champion, a couple levels okay. up. You build those. Uh, relationships with them. Don't be afraid of the high-profile assignments. Get on them. That way you can demonstrate your worth instead mm-hmm. of just saying it because, you know, words, you got to be able to back those words up. Mm-hmm. And so when you have that two-level-up champion where uh-huh. they know that go to you for something, then you're building your worth and you're demonstrating your worth. Mm-hmm. Are you finding that older employees are getting stressed because of the challenges? What's the environment like for the older employee? Well, that depends on the older employee, whether they have a plan or not. If they don't Mm -hmm. have a plan or see where they can thrive or they don't know their worth, yeah, they're going to to be stressed. I do see Mm -hmm. that a lot. Um, Some people have become complacent where, okay, Mm -hmm. I just want to stay right here where I am and I just want to do my work and chug along. Well, that's not going to cut it anymore Mm -hmm. because it's so competitive. And what I teach, I have a class that I develop for managers and new managers. And Mm -hmm. I teach, there's a difference in being a manager and a leader. 
a manager manages processes and procedures, but a mm-hmm. leader leads people to the next level. You wow. have to lead who are under you to take your position. That's how you move up. That's how you mm-hmm. build a legacy in the company. So you need to be on that bandwagon where one day your boss's boss will come to your boss and say, okay, I want you in this new position. Give me names of three people that can take your place. If you have mm-hmm. nobody not build a legacy, you have not trained your people to take your place or think in your absence, you mm-hmm. have been this basically. So what I tell people is go to your manager and ask, how is it that you can help them or alleviate some of their work so that um, you can be a better employee and they can be a better manager? Put your mm-hmm. position your, in in that role so when it comes time to for them to move up or they to apply to a higher position, you could be the next shoe-in. Because okay. you, they've taught you what they know and then they can make that smooth transition. And also, a good HR department should have a succession plan for that to happen, for Hmm. that to be facilitated and have a smooth transition. But if they don't, then you create that, Mm -hmm. and that will create more worth on a visible level. What about the employment assistance program? Do they have something for an older worker, or is that discriminatory to say, to set that aside for that type of concern? No, it's not, no it's, it's not discriminatory based on the, um, Ameri- uh, the ADEA mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. 1960. Basically, that says that um, employers can't discriminate against you based on your, your age if you're mm-hmm. 40 and over, and they can't discriminate okay. based on compensation, benefits, employment, hiring, or anything like that. But the employee assistance program, that depends on um, what your company offers. Now, if you are having stress about a situation and you want to talk to someone, that mm-hmm. you can call the employee assistance. Um, and some I've seen some um, employee assistance programs that offer um, someone, you a professional you can talk to who okay. will give you I just gave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, remember that the employee assistance program is paid for by the company, and they will not create a conflict of interest. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's keep in mind. So if you're mm-hmm. saying, oh, you know, my manager is doing this, and I think it's, you know, discriminatory, you might not want to do that because they yeah. are paid. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Now the ADA is, is a Disabilities Act, right? You Correct. The ADA. And the ADA is age discrimination. Okay. Now, although there may be laws, there are still the politics of being in the workforce. So, are there some little yeah. things that people should look out for? They see tr- they they can tell that they see trouble coming if certain things are about to take place in their environment that may be related to their age. Well, they're not getting the assignments or... Right. Every workplace is different. But also, um, what you don't want to do is mm-hmm. every time you see something that may not go your way, is cry discrimination. Mm-hmm. Because 
um, you just have to make really, really sure. And last year we we did an article for um, OWN about uh, things you can do. And oh, the manager, things, uh-huh. Write a journal. Now, if you're mm-hmm. starting to hear age-related jokes that don't favor mm-hmm. older work or older women or women mm-hmm. in general, um, just keep a note of it. And it doesn't have to be long. And you keep this at home, and it does two uh-huh. things. It helps document the incident, and it helps you write it down and release it so you won't keep it bottled up inside. Okay. Now, what is your role as a I'm sorry, go ahead. After you're done, I'm going to ask you what your role is as a consultant, but go ahead and complete that. Okay, thought. so, um, and then later, uh, if you find that you're going through your notes and you see, the, uh, see a pattern, mm-hmm. then that's when you may want to bring it up. But you give okay. your, your in-house HR the first chance to review it and, you know, go to your manager, have a talk. This is what I'm seeing. How can you help me with it? And give them a chance to help you. So your role as an HR person, how how does that, um, what do you do? Well, at my consulting firm, IHR Pro, what we do is, uh, and I started out just doing employee handbooks in my uh, community in Rowlett, Texas. But what we do is we we act as an in, um, a outsourcing HR department for small mm-hmm. and medium-sized businesses. And then for medium to larger businesses, we uh, act as trainers for uh, their HR department or in addition, mm-hmm. we do audits. Um, and most of the work that we do is uh, workplace investigations. And it's good oh, for wow. companies a third party to do that workplace investigation because you can use those findings as an affirmative defense if it goes further okay. on to court. If that person wants to sue, you can say, Your Honor, we we immediately had an investigation done. This is the, okay. the findings of investigation. So we did what we had to do once we were alerted that there was an issue. Mm-hmm. So how did and, we get into this? Well, um, my undergraduate undergraduate degree is in legal studies, and I was working for a law firm in the city of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and I decided that I wanted to go to grad school and get a master's degree in HR, and it started from there. My first HR job was actually in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. I was an HR manager, wow. a, a technical um, a technical company. And then I moved to Texas and um, started from there. And I actually started my company after a layoff. I couldn't mm. find work, so I made work. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's usually how it's done. But what about the woman who is retiring and then she's considering going back part-time? If she knows that she's retiring and yet she knows she wants to go work elsewhere in a different field, what should she be doing at the point where she's still working her full-time job and about to go into retirement and seek part-time employment? Okay, so this is is a great, great question because there's several things that they can do. They can also, um, and a lot of times they don't, 
seek another industry. They stay in within the industry that they know, or they can uh, market themselves as a subject matter expert in the industry that they left. Also, uh, before they retire, they can also make themselves available to the company as mm-hmm. a consultant on a higher, on an hourly basis. Uh-huh. I've seen that, especially in management, where they may they may not have a manager that can go in and replace them, but also that w- the woman can offer themselves as a subject matter expert on an hourly basis mm-hmm. until they get the manager up and ready okay. to go. You have to make so, that a lot of times but, companies won't know to do that. So how does a person, does a person who is of a certain age, even though you said cross-generational within the company, does she network any differently out in the world knowing that she wants um, employment and she's older? Is her networking any different? It may be, and then again, it may not be. It all depends mm-hmm. on the industry the environment of the organization, uh, are they receptive to that? Uh, mm-hmm. What does the top management look like? Are they receptive to what? Uh, is there a lo- are there a lot of women on the board or in top uh-huh. seats? So it's something that individually you have to navigate on your own, mm-hmm. and there's no one size fits all for that. So okay. based on certain things that are going on in that organization, they will have to adjust how they navigate. Okay. Uh, moving on and and um, creating and understanding their worth. But I also I always try to tell people make try to make yourself as useful as possible. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get into a department and there's no um, standard operating procedures. If you know that job in and out, start writing them. Mm-hmm. And then when you get in project, you present it to your boss and say, hey, I want you to look this over because I noticed some people are struggling with the process and learning process. Let's mm-hmm. look this over. And I'm going to tell you, be prepared that they may take it as their own and get credit wow. for it. But, that's, but you've already demonstrated your worth. You jot that down. And when it comes time for your annual review, remember I um, – developed the standard operating procedures for the department. Mm-hmm. They weren't written down. But companies and larger companies already have that. But if you're at a smaller company, um, do something like that. Create mm-hmm. um, processes that will make the job easier. Also, um, to get more closer to your question about navigating, I suggest that maybe you take a class um, on uh, process improvement or get a mm-hmm. project management certificate. That mm-hmm. way you can go into the department, um, look it over, do an audit, and figure out how they can become more efficient. Um, there's um, programs like Six Sigma, and there's different degrees of Six Sigma that you can develop to be- um, become a project manager, things oh, wow. like that the company can actually use. And you can use that as your own professional growth. So mm-hmm. it's your annual review, and you're you're getting excellence, and you're getting good reviews, and you can suggest that, hey, I want to pursue a project management. It's something um, the company can use, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's beneficial to the company, and maybe the company will pay for it. 
um, don't do that the year you're retiring, but it's uh-huh. something that you plan to work on, and then when it's time to retire, you can suggest, hey, I want to make myself available on an mm-hmm. hourly contract if you need me. Mm-hmm. Because most people these- do know in advance when they're going to retire. They They know years in advance. And I was thinking that if they are going to retire and try to get back into work, it may be a good idea that they do some volunteer work and ease yeah. into an organization or a company and then pick up a part-time whatever, but just get their feet in there and the door, do that volunteer work. Who knows, you may be sitting on a board and you may hear there's a job available and then you say, oh, well, you know, I can do that. You know my work from being on this board. And then that can turn into employment because I think a lot of times because today women – in their late 50s, even early 60s, are still too young to be old. Yeah. And to think they're going to sit home and just do absolutely nothing, even after retirement, just seems unrealistic. And they will drive themselves crazy. because mm-hmm. And, and the vibrant. South. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> they're still vibrant. They still have a lot to offer. And any company that doesn't tap into that resource they are mm-hmm. missing out. They are, it's, it's almost negligent to miss out mm-hmm. on such a, a, a vast wealth of knowledge and not mm-hmm. utilize it to advantage. And so sometimes you have to remind them. And, and I totally agree with you. Volunteering will be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and also what that does is um, it's good branding for the organization you're currently working for. You go mm-hmm. out and volunteer, that's good branding. Yeah, because today, like today's sixty uh, somethings, they're just like I, you know, I'll be sixty in a year and a half, and I think, my God, I have all this energy. I'm working out five days a week. I could imagine just not doing anything. And like I said, I'm running my business part time now. I want to go back to work, and it's like I have all this experience, all these awards, and sometimes can't even get an interview. And I'm thinking, wow, what's going on here? And people say, well, you know, you you may feel uh, young and may even look a little younger than you are, but the reality is um, people can Google you and see your age. <laughs> Not only that, with all of that, that um, a hiring manager, they see those awards, that's cha-ching. Uh-huh. They yeah. see your worth and don't pay you for it. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, because people have said to me, do not put those awards on your resume. Do not put that you were the SBA champion, uh, business champion. They're going to see that, like you said, and say, oh, my God, she's overqualified. We're going to have to pay her. And it's something how your credentials can become a disadvantage. At certain levels, yes. So if mm-hmm. you're if you're um, applying for a management position, maybe list one award, award that's relevant to that position. Okay. Okay. So if you're because you're really an executive, uh-huh. you are an executive. Mm-hmm. So if you're applying for executive positions, yes, you put those awards because what that company could do is they can use it as branding. The mm-hmm. RC suite. Our squeezy executives are award-winning executives. What mm-hmm. company would not? Right. I say well, put it on there. So, I'm sorry. 
executive level position, mm-hmm. but if it's mm-hmm. a management position, maybe put one that is relative. Well, we have a few minutes left, and I'm going to do two things. Have folks uh, see where they can contact you and suggest to you that you may need to be out here talking to these uh, seasoned women with all this information that you have as a consultant to the older group trying to get back into the workforce. Um, Absolutely. That may, that may be a niche. But tell us how we can reach you. We have about a minute left. Okay, the best way to reach me is through my company email address, and that is Fonda, F-O-N-D-A, at IHRPro.com. Okay. And what I'm going to do is when I go back and – I'm sorry, go ahead. You will get immediate response. Okay. Uh, What I'll do is I'll go back into the content of this description of the show – and I will put those links. But there's a lot of women out there who um, – that's why we created this show called Stages, because in a stage of life where you're invisible and not being catered to, so you're feeling like, wait, what about me? What about me, this aging woman who's still young and vibrant and travel and still buy things and still get hair done? You know, we're not dead yet and want to be – in the workplace and starting businesses at 60s. I have friends who are still are buying new houses in their 60s, yes. relocating in their 60s, and they're still, it's almost like we don't even exist. But I want to thank you so much, and we may do more of this and maybe do possibly our TV show to reach Absolutely. more women about something that is so badly needed. But I'm going to thank you, and um, I appreciate you being here. And having said that, I will. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies, uh, that's a really good show that we had here, really good points. And keep stay with us. We have so more to address the women of a certain stage. Bye-bye.